Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on. We're going to bring it all your way. We're going to do the best we can anyway. Steve Moore, bottom of this hour, a former Trump economic advisor. Going to talk about what's happening at the border. Going to talk about energy, oil, Putin, Canada, the truckers in Canada, all that stuff. We'll get to it. We'll get to all that and then some. Uh, I'm also going to give you a little more on why is it there's any left and right at all when it comes to vaccines or shots or treatments or therapeutics. There shouldn't be. I'm not really sure why we're there, so I'm going to ask that question as well on a Monday. Uh huh. That's a Motown Monday. It's how we do it. Carrie, what's going on? Not too much. Polo in the house. Sam Bam, too. Hi, great to have you again on a Monday. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We've also got some sound bites from uh, former President Trump. We've got sound bites from Jen Psaki. Whoopi Goldberg is an idiot, and I'll prove that point in just a little while here as well. But um, I always listen. Without a doubt, I'm always out to give you the best information I possibly can on COVID-19, the Wuhan novel coronavirus. I am always out to give you the best information available, no matter what it is. When the FDA said that they, they gave approval to this Pfizer drug, Conmirity, Comirnaty, whatever we're calling it, um, I looked into it, and it turns out they licensed the name, and they didn't. this isn't really available anywhere, not in the United States anyway. Um, BioNTech is the one that's available from Pfizer. Pfizer is, or the FDA, incorrectly said that they approved something. Well, maybe they approved the licensing of the name, but they certainly didn't approve something that is tangible. You can't go and say, hey, give me that, that community one, whatever that is from Pfizer. It, generally speaking, it's BioNTech. They even admitted, they, well, it's the same formula, but they're legally distinct. That's what the website said uh, for that shot. We gave you that information. I actually I read it the day that uh, the FDA gave that so-called approval. And we will always give you information from the FDA, from the CDC, from Fauci, from the NIH, from, from the government. And then we'll counterbalance it with information that we know to be true from actual experts. And again, we've had we've had them on all the time. We'll have them on again. In fact, today, uh, Carrie Moderna allegedly got FDA approval as well. And I read through this, and I'm trying to figure out, well, what is this saying? And why would they give FDA approval to something I know that Nordic countries have stopped giving to men 30 and younger? This uh, this Moderna shot has been paused in that part of Europe. But the FDA today said what? From CNN, Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine has received full approval from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. According to news releases from the FDA and Moderna, the vaccine named SpikeVax is now approved for use in people ages 18 and older. It is not approved or authorized for use in younger individuals. There's no difference between the approved vaccine and the vaccine previously available through emergency use authorization. And Moderna's is the second COVID-19 vaccine to receive full approval from the FDA. Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine was approved for use in people aged 16 and older in August. The Pfizer vaccine is also authorized for use in individuals ages 5 to 15. 
Moderna said the FDA based its decision to give full approval on scientific evidence shared by Moderna in its submission package to the agency, which included six-month follow-up data from a Phase three clinical trial study, as well as FDA-required manufacturing and facilities data. And this is a momentous milestone in Moderna's history as it is our first product to achieve licensure in the U.S. And Moderna CEO Stephanie Bensell said in the release, the full licensure of Spikevax in the U.S. now joins that in Canada, Japan, the European Union, the U.K., Israel, and other countries where the adolescent indications also approved. We are grateful to the U.S. FDA for their thorough review of our application. We are humbled by the role that Spikevax is playing to help end this pandemic. Okay, so let's break that down. You'll notice they made a point of saying it is the same exact shot as the one that they've been giving. So they're actually saying they're approving the exact same thing that Moderna has been offering in EUA this whole time. They're also not going 15 or 16 or 5 years old. They're saying 18 years old or older. Those are adults. Why you would call it Spikevax? What a stupid name. Those of us who are, are skeptical about it are calling it the jab. You're going to call it spike vax? What is that? You're being cute? I'm not really sure why they would do that. But let me give you some of more information that's out there. Like this. The most commonly reported side effects by clinical trial participants. This is in the FDA release from today. Where pain, redness, and swelling in the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, or joint pain, chills, nausea, vomiting, swollen lymph nodes under the arm, and fever. Well, that sounds fun. I mean, obviously I'm being sarcastic, but at least we now have this. Here are the possible side effects. We also have that the FDA is saying this is the same exact jab that they've been giving. And they say full approval for 18 years and older. I can't wait to ask Dr. Malone about that this Friday when we have him on. So let me go down that rabbit hole. I asked the question early on in the beginning of this, and the question I thought was valid. Why is there left and right? Why is there any sort of competing information when it comes to this Wuhan novel coronavirus? SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19, where we're calling it. Why is there a diversity of opinion depending on where you are politically? There shouldn't be. What there should be is announcing what the FDA said in August, which we did live as soon as it came in, announcing what the FDA said today about Moderna, which we just did, through my news anchor, sidekick, Carrie Lockie, and what I just said about it, I gave you the actual side effects. Why can't we add that to what we know about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and zinc and D3, remdesivir, zithromycin? Why can't we add what we know about monoclonal antibodies? Why can't we add that to what we just found out from the FDA on Moderna. The left versus right in this isn't being caused by the right. It's being caused by the left. Because what are they saying? You cannot ask questions. You cannot be skeptical. You're not allowed to say, I don't necessarily trust Fauci because of how badly he screwed up HIV and AIDS in the early 80s. You can't say, I don't trust the FDA or the CDC or the NIH because of how different what they're saying today is from what they said a year ago. The same exact people are at play here. And they're saying different things. 
The left is saying you must shut your face unless you take the party line. You've got to get in lockstep. They're saying you must say what we're saying or you're the bad guy killing babies. And you're probably a racist too. That's what bothers me. Because when there's all this information out there, gain of function or from the from a bite of a bat, I'm not even allowed to ask. Well, I can today because there's more information out today that it probably was a lab, a lab leak than there was a year ago when they all try to pretend like it wasn't. Something Fauci actually was informed of a long time ago via email. So it's a simple question from a simple guy. Why is there any diversity whatsoever in thought process when it comes to what we all face? This is a human problem. This isn't a Republican or Democrat or conservative or liberal problem. This is not a communist problem. It doesn't seem to care who it gets this COVID-19. So why can't we talk about everything? Why can't we say, throw the kitchen sink at it? Why can't we say, let's just find out what the hell works, man? Why do I have to get in lockstep with the messaging of the left or I'm somehow the bad guy? And Neil Young might be mad if I listen to his song. Not that I ever planned on doing that. But isn't that kind of simple? Isn't it a simple human being question? This isn't about the budget. This isn't about the border. This isn't about abortion. This isn't about funding for schools. This isn't about political issues. This is about it doesn't really give a a damn which side of the aisle you're on. It's going to get you if you don't have all the information out there. Why would you ever shut down the guy? who he says, and I believe him, is the inventor of mRNA technology. Why would you ever shut down the guy who says, hey, man, look at the cardiac problems that we're having because of these these shots. Why wouldn't you listen to that and then make a decision? And nobody's able to tell me why we can't ask for all of it. Nobody's able to say you can't know everything because that would be bad. Here's why. Because they can't. Human beings, when they have all the information. Listen, the campus reform kids, and I call them kids because they're much younger than I am, They every week come on here and talk about if college students are given both sides of the story, they will then weigh what they believe more. The problem is because big academia does this, they're only being force-fed liberal talking points. And when you say, but wait a second, Trump said, Trump's a racist, he's a homophobe, he's a misogynist. And then all these horrible things just to stop you from getting the information. That's why I don't understand the whole Spotify thing. Doesn't make sense. Why can't Joe Rogan have people on? Why can't I have people on who will give another perspective, a scientific medical perspective that their years of history doing it actually shows them to be experts in? Why can't we have them on and then let the listeners or the viewers decide, you know, I'm going to go with the FDA on this one. I'm going to go with uh, Fauci on this one. Or maybe I like what Malone said. I should look into that some more and talk to my doctor. That to me seems like it would be good. Yet it's sold by everybody on the left as bad. And I don't understand unless there's money to be made. Because I don't think the people on the left want more people to die. I'm on the right. I don't want more people to die. I want all the information. I don't think that's asking much. And I've never got a really good solid answer as to why they're doing it. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Your thoughts when we come back. Stay here. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show.
Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Motown Monday, Stevie Wonder and Sir Duke. Appreciate you stopping by. Glad to have you along for the ride. Steve Moore at the bottom of the hour. He's going to be um, talking about the economy. He's a former economic advisor for then-President Trump. But uh, here's the, I guess Rebecca Black is saying that she is or she isn't or she's decided to, she's going to uh, remove her music from Spotify. This is what you'll be missing if, if she takes it off of there. As Polo points out, this song has 158 million views on YouTube. What the 150? Come on, Carrie, what is that? I'm not liking it so far, but... Really? I'm going to say uh, you're probably right, Polo. I think this is probably auto-tuned because it's the same note over and over. And uh, she's not wavering it from it much. I, you could do that if you're just singing it, but it sounds auto-tuned to me. When did she get to the Friday part? <laughs> it's coming. Please hurry. Yeah, I've, I've heard this mm. hook. I've heard this, but that's all I've heard of it. I don't remember the other part. But uh, this, you probably did play matters. this. <laughs> this is from 2011. Yeah. Holy mackerel! So she's uh, this is like a teeny bopper there. Has she done anything since that's notable? Anything? Uh, I think somebody might have remixed this song, and then I think she was. <laughs> <laughs> they took the same song 11 years later, remixed it. I think so, and and then I think on, uh, Katy Perry had her in one of her music videos where she was talking about something similar. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm gonna make this an earworm. Go on, Carrie. No. <laughs> Friday. No, Friday. No. Come on, man. No. I'm going to have this in my head all night. <laughs> that is horrible. Come on, man. <laughs> terrible. I mean, the whole song is one note. It's so weird to me. All right. God bless her. I'm sure she made a bunch of money. 158 million views. My God. I mean, what's that? <laughs> so I could probably sing better than that. Okay, let's try no, it. Here we go. No, I'm not Hit going the to. But... Friday, I'm Carrie, <laughs> no. Carrie, Carrie. I'll do I'll redo it with called Carrie. That again? She had to be kidding about the Spotify thing. Dude, it's on It's on Twitter. It's got to be true, right? I mean, because there, there were other people that, that, like, I sent you, like, you know, memes of, of fake artists that, that they were saying, like, oh, they've... Oh, no, I'm, I'm with you, but th- this appeared to be, this is, like, from some source that I would, uh, I, I recognize. I'm like, I don't know who Rebecca Black is. And I actually made that comment on Twitter. I said, I don't know, I don't know who she is. Not, I'm not being rude. I just don't. Um, but yeah, there you go. Friday. I definitely have heard that hook, mm. the Friday thing. But can you imagine going into the studio and the studio says, okay, uh, we're going to do this song Friday. Because it actually, she might have written it. I don't know. But uh, they're like, okay, just sing the one note. <laughs> yeah, I think she did all this at, at home. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that what happened? I think that's how it became even more viral that I think like she did it like on her own. I think that was like part of like the thing. Mm, sounds like. Go on, Carrie. Friday, no, Friday, 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 Friday. You know what I mean? It's just, Dude, oh my gosh. That's, that's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Ask Ooh. your daughters though. Okay. I bet you they liked it back in the day. What? Well, Sam, did you like Friday? Is that your song? Is that your, is that your jam, Sam? No, she's taking phone calls right now. See, she, she copped out of it. CJ, I know that you're listening. Uh, Gabby, I know that you're listening. You guys tell me, did, did, is that your jam? I'm, I'm going through my chat because Gabby's in the chat. I think, um, I think Gabby might have asked me to play that back in the day. 
Are, are you serious? I, if not her, definitely one of her friends at the party. Is that your jam? Girls text that or, or, or go in the... In the um, okay, uh, Gabby says it's a bop. What does that mean, it's a bop? That means yes. Really? <laughs> okay. All right. Because it's a bop. I don't know. Sam, you still talking talking to people? It looks like she is. <laughs> She makes the weirdest faces when she's screening phone calls. All right, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts about, we're just not allowed to have all the information. Just not even allowed to have the information. Let me see what you think about all that. It's going to be line one, Rogers in Maine. Hi, Roger. Good evening. Thanks for taking my call. I love your show. I love your parody. Thank you. Hey, I just wanted to say that the left needs these emergencies to control us. They don't want to give us the information, but the information's out there. As long as they've got what they think is control, they're going to keep it coming. Very dangerous direction for this country to be going. And especially with things that are going on with China and with Putin. We are, we've got a dangerous, dangerous man at the helm. And if we get in shooting war, I'm very fearful that he's not going to be able to handle things. Roger, thank you. I think he said shooting war, right? I, I think it was shooting. Um, I, I hear you, and, and, and I'm with you. Um, darn it, Gary had a minute. I was going to have him sing Friday. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, well. Well, we you go ahead and do it if you want. Mm, I won't know. Friday, Friday. Carrie, what day were you off? Better. Oh, Friday. You couldn't sing it in tune? Come on, no, do it in the tune. No. She was off Friday, off every Friday. It's a cutesy little video. They're in like a convertible oh, white really? and a bunch of teenagers. Okay. But I mean, well, come on, dude. Come on, man. Bad. Lisa, talk to me. Hi, I hey. just wanted to bring, bring up about uh, Moderna. They are approved for continued emergency use. I, I promise you that's what it is. Remember, if they give one of those vaccines, an actual vaccine standard pass, then all the other vaccines and pharmaceuticals are not allowed to go uh, on emergency use anymore. So that means everybody's opened up to being sued. You have to, under, you, you have to understand, Lisa, we're just reading the, the actual release from the FDA, and it says full FDA approval. It does not say any continuation. It doesn't say EUA. It says full FDA approval. For under 18, the Moderna shot will, will remain EUA, but for, the, for 18 and older, it's fully approved. We just read what it said. Okay, well, I'm just, you know, again, they've just wiped out every every other pharmaceutical treatment. And, I would, th- I would think, I would think you're right. I mean, I, I I'm yeah. more, I'm apt yeah. to believe you, but I'm just reading the words that are on the release. And Carrie, that's what it says. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, and again, you know, we reached out almost immediately to uh, doctors Urso and Malone and McCullough, and as soon as we hear back from them, I reached out to Dr. Jesse Lopez. As soon as you know, we hear back from them, if there's something to discern from this other than what it says, we'll do that. Keep in mind, when the FDA approved this community thing that isn't available anywhere in the United States, um, the wording was very similar, but it's just not available. You can't get it. This one, they say it's the same shot we've been given. We're just calling it spike vax now. So I'm with you. I get it. I understand. And, and, and again, uh, I, I am apt to believe if we have an approved by the FDA treatment for COVID-19, there is no reason to have any other, anything to treat COVID-19. That's why I'm skeptical, but we read you exactly what the release said. When we come back, it'll be Steve Moore. Stay here.
This is the Joe Pegg Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have you along for the ride. Glad to have this young man back. He's Steve Moore. He's a former e- economic advisor to, to then-president Donald Trump. Also, he's with uh, the Committee to Unleash Prosperity.com and, uh, and a whole lot more. Freedom Works as well. Steve, what's going on? How are you? Hey, Joe. So good to be with you. I'm, I'm doing well. I wish the country were doing as well <laughs> as I am. Well, I'm with you. And, and let's just dive right in. How could you possibly, if you in your worst dream, your worst nightmare ever, came up with a worse economic policy than what we saw last year. I'd like to see it because I don't know yeah. that you could have done any more things wrong in the first year of a presidency when it comes to our economy. Hyperinflation, oil prices. I mean, the shelves are empty. How did Biden pull this off? This is crazy. Well, it's it was a bait and switch because we were told, remember, that uh, Joe Biden would be a centrist, uh, lunch bucket Joe, middle right. class, uh, you know, that we weren't getting Bernie Sanders. Well, we did get we didn't get Bernie Sanders. We got worse. I I don't think Bernie Sanders would do a worse job. I mean, I can't I'm hard pressed to find a single policy that Biden has put in place that's been good for the economy. We had remember, we've spent now three trillion dollars of money we don't have. Uh, He wants another five trillion dollars for this build back better. I think that's dead for for now, hopefully dead forever. Um, You're right. We've got a border that's out of control. We've got an inflation rate that's between 7 and 10 percent. We've got um, the uh, debt has gone way, way up. And that's that's what's fueling the inflation. Right. And, you know, we have uh, crime all over the country, which is, you know, crime is a tax. Inflation is a tax. I love when Biden says, oh, I'm not going to tax anybody less makes makes less than 400,000. He already has every time you go to the grocery store and every time you go to the gas pump, you're paying the Biden inflation tax. Exactly right. It's uh, Steve Moore, Committee to Unleash Prosperity.com. That's the website. Go there. Uh, Steve, I just don't understand why he, he did some of what he did. Now, historically, we can go back into Joe Biden's 50 years in public service, and, and I can, uh, I'm saying this, you're not, I can show my audience and prove to those who are listening that he's a racist. Just the things he said, I can highlight 10 things right now that Joe Biden has said that shows me he's got a problem with race. Can we go back in his history and say he's got a problem with economics, too? Has he always been this socialist guy? Or do you think this is Ron Klain or maybe Barack Obama pulling the strings? So I wish I had a dime every time I was asked that question. It's like, who's who's who's, who's putting the words on the teleprompter? Yeah, right? right. Because he's reading them off the teleprompter. And the answer is, I don't really quite know. Um, you asked me if Joe Biden has always been this way. I mean, he's always been a liberal Democrat, but he's, he wasn't left wing loony. You know, yeah. he wasn't crazy. And I, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was when he came into office. Remember, he had that famous meeting with the historians and they said the way you can be a great president is just to bankrupt the country and spend and spend and spend. And he took that to heart. And now we're paying a high price for it. Um, but I think somebody's writing these scripts for him. And I'm not sure. Look, it's not just Joe Biden. It's he's he has surrounded himself with left-wing ideologues on issues like social justice. You know, they want to call, they love calling us all racist. It's not just you, Joe. They call us all racist. Right. Um, they love to uh, talk about, you know, they have a total obsession with climate change, like they're going to change the planet of the earth, the temperature of the planet of the earth. They right. can't, you can't do anything right, but they are going to change the temperature of the planet of the earth. Um, and so that has led them to a very statist 
kind of the government is going to, as the New York Times put it not so long ago, you know, that this was the New York Times. They said Joe Biden is proposing cradle to grave government assistance. And God forbid that that's what America would turn into. I mean, who wants that? Nobody's ever wanted that. Ronald Reagan historically said, you know, the worst words to hear are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. We don't want their help. We don't want him to help out with energy because we were energy independent. Well, I've had Rick Perry and, and Dan Bruyette on this show many, many times, and we became a net exporter of oil. Our yes. research and development w- was making jobs like crazy. Keystone XL would have ju- would have once hooked up, would have added 11,000 more jobs at least and brought down the price of oil. And we could have told OPEC to, to pound sand. We don't yes. want your oil. We could have told Venezuela who doesn't like us. We don't want your oil. Today, he's got Cutter in the Oval Office begging him to increase production and when, when we're shutting down production here. In what world, Steve, does that make any sense? None, none whatsoever. I don't think there's any issue that uh, has been more wrong on than energy. And you know, mentioned I was an economic advisor to Donald Trump. Uh, I remember we would talk about this in the Oval Office about how we could make energy, America, energy independent. And Trump would always respond, "I don't want America to be energy independent. I want America to be energy dominant." Yeah. And we became the dominant country. In fact. Do you know, Joe, this time last year, in January of 2021, how much oil we imported from Saudi Arabia? I don't. Yes. Zero. Zero. <laughs> First time in your my lifetime we imported no oil from Saudi Arabia. Why was now, that bad? We finally yeah. had OPEC to, you know, stand up and take notice of us. It's we, we broke the back of OPEC by just producing so much oil that the, the cartel didn't work anymore. Now the cartel's back in business. That the biggest there's three been three big winners from uh, Joe Biden's uh, uh, overall economic and energy policies. One would be President Xi in uh, uh, China, who's loving it. The second would be the Saudi oil sheiks. And the third would be uh, Putin. I mean, how do you think Putin is financing these, uh, you know, this adventurism in places like uh, Ukraine? You think he'd be doing this if, if, uh, if he didn't have the energy market sewed up? We, why aren't we the ones who are selling oil and gas to the Western Europeans rather than uh, Russia. He, he killed the pipeline, the Keystone Pipeline. That was his first official act. But then he gives a green light to a, a pipeline from S- Siberia down to Germany. Crazy. It is uh, Steve Moore, former economic advisor for President Trump. Go to committee to unleashprosperity.com. Uh, great economic mind. I mean, just, just to that end, when I had, um, I believe it was Perry, he actually made the deal for LNG to come from here to go to our friends in the EU. In yep. fact, President Trump, as you very well know, and they start all sorts of trouble here with the media, President Trump is sitting down with the leaders of, of Germany and the EU and everybody else, and he's saying, are you crazy? We're, we're literally protecting you, and you're going to buy oil from the guy we're protecting you from? That's not going to work. In fact, we're just going to pull out completely. Whether they, it's like an amnesia. That do, have we forgotten about the Cold War? About, right. You know, the whole idea of the Soviet Union trying to take over Europe. And now we've got Putin. And by the way, you know, Russia is basically a third world country that has one thing. It has energy. And we have more of it than they do. So make there was an article in the Financial Times not long ago, Joe. It said... Russia now, quote, holds uh, Europe hostage to their energy. And how stupid, again, I feel like, you know, pulling my hair out when I see these stories because we we have cheaper and cleaner energy than, do you think the Russia or China care about climate change? Nope. 
They don't. And we, we, we know that. Just look at the stupid Paris Accord, the, yeah. where China didn't have to do anything for 30 years. India didn't have to do anything for 30 years. And Russia ignores everything, so they, they don't really care. Um, right. at, the, at the end of the day, we had, we had him in a place where we were in the place of power, which is where we should yeah. be. We, we told Vladimir Putin, we're not going to take any of this garbage. We're going to go. We're going to protect people from you. We're going to have them buy our oil from us. Now, not, not only does he have the power, but as you said, the, this, this wannabe incursion to Ukraine... By the way, it could be helpful for the economy of, of Joe Biden. I wonder what your comments are on this. Suddenly, we're, we're, gonna, we're committing 8,500 troops to get ready to send over there. I mean, do you think that, that starting a war is how this guy is going to pull out of the economic downturn that he's, that he's brought us through? Is that what the attempt is here, do you think, Steve? Well, the, cool, the big question is why is he willing to um, enforce the border in Ukraine but not the U.S.-Mexico border? Great point. You know? Great point. I mean, so I think a lot of people are confused. I think a lot of people are very disappointed in, in you know, the job that uh, Joe Biden has done. I don't know where they go next. I, I, I think the most important priority, I led this national conservative coalition to kill the uh, Build Back Better bill. And now there's some reports in the paper today that uh, Joe Manchin may be negotiating some kind of slimmed down version of that. We have to kill that bill. That was the single worst bill ever. And I've been in this you know, town for 36 years doing economic policy. And we would double the IRS budget. It would increase the, the uh, budget by $5 trillion. It increase our debt by $2 more trillion. It would, but don't you love it when Joe Biden said it will pay for itself? Remember that? Yes, <laughs> nothing. How's that, that going to happen? Yeah, how's that? Nothing. Well, well, it's like the vaccines are free, too. And we didn't see $36 billion in revenue from just Pfizer last year. That's not real money. They're, they're free vi- vaccines. It's uh, Steve Moore. He's the co-founder of Committee to Unleash Prosperity. Go to CommitteeToUnleashProsperity.com. Uh, I'd love to, to, to have everybody go there and check it out. Let me ask you about the border. I'm in San Antonio, Texas. 165 stations around the country. So everybody's hearing us. But I'm not far from the border. And that is the biggest story in the state of Texas. And if you're smart, and, and most people who watch and listen are, it's the biggest story in the country. But economically speaking, what does an open border like like Biden is allowing and promoting? What does that do to our economy? Well, look, I'm very pro-immigration. I think you know, you know that in Texas, immigrants are great assets to our country. Absolutely, they have to come in through a legal system. Of course, and you know we have uh, we have you know incredibly productive people come here, but it has to be orderly. And when you have a border that's out of control, you you allow people who are potential terrorists, people who are drug runners, people who are criminals, uh, people who want to just come into the country and go on welfare. And by the way, Biden said, yeah, come on in. We'll give you free health care. We'll give you food stamps. We'll give you all these welfare benefits. Um, and so we do have a, and, and incidentally, we're never going to be able to fix the immigration system until we secure the border. That's what right. Trump, what's the sense of, you know, building a wall 70% and then not finishing it? There's no sense, but but the wall was racist. You have to understand, every like you said earlier, everything that goes against these ridiculous policies is somehow racist, and that and that's horrible. We need to get to a place to where good people don't fall for that and say, oh, no, I'm not. I've got a black friend. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, we, we have to be smart when we when he says the sovereignty and the border security of Ukraine is paramount, and we're going to go support them. We have to say what you just said. Why are we ignoring our own? And economically speaking, of course, it's killing us. Now, there's something else that's going on that I wanted to mention to you, Joe, because the national media has really ignored this story. I think it's one of the biggest stories of the of the year or the last six months. Are you following, Joe, what's happening in Canada with the truckers there? Yes, but most media is not, and it's hard They're to not, actually get information. It's a huge story. It is. They've got a 15-mile-long caravan of truckers. They've got tens and tens of thousands of people along the side of the road in Canada. Canada is more socialist than we are. Right. 
protesting the vaccine mandates, the lockdowns, the draconian measures that government has put in place in Canada. And the me and the me the only uh, reaction I've seen from the American media is, oh, we have to shut this down. We can't let these people be protesting. They're following the science. And I'm thinking these are the same people who say that they how much they care about working class people. The people who are in those truck caravans are working class people. Right. And they are upset about the the abuses of power that are going on in government in Canada, in the United States, in Europe. Now they're seeing these same things. And the left's reaction is, how dare these people, you know, question the authority of government? They're like status. See, see, the coverage that I've seen out of that, I I promise you I'm not making this up. There was one guy who showed up with a Confederate flag. That that guy showed how racist the whole trucker thing was. And, And allegedly the truckers are all now urinating on the graves of fallen soldiers, which is, of course, untrue. But we have to make them, we have to make them demons and devils. I think those are probably liberal kind of stools that come in and do that. Of course. You know, so they can, those aren't our, these are patriotic people yep. who care about their, whether it's Canada, the United States and oh, they're all insurrectionists, the racist, blah, blah, blah. And, and, you know, these are the kind of people in the media though. I mean, my God, they would be sell, they would be siding with the, uh, with the Chinese military against the protesters in Tiananmen square. Exactly That's how right. out, out of control the left is today. Uh, Steve, it's incredible information every time. Uh, one last quick question, and I appreciate you giving me the time. Yeah. Is it just a matter of rolling back to the Trump-era policies that could fix this almost immediately, or is it going to take a long time to fix what Biden's broken? Mm, I think it would take six to nine months to really get back on track in America. I mean, we've dug ourselves into a big hole. I mean, when you borrow $4 trillion, you know, that that takes a long, long time. When you deny people schooling, you know, kids that are five or six or seven years old, a right. whole year or a year and a half of schooling, that that that's going to be with us for 30 years. So the negative repercussions of what Biden has done will be with us for a long time. But we know what we need to do. We need to put America first. We got to cut taxes, we got spending, cut the debt. We got to deregulate the economy. We got to promote American energy, everything, oil, gas, coal, solar, wind, all of it. Let's make America the dominant country in the world. We've got more of it than any other country. I mean, these solutions are not complicated, Joe. Yeah, right. They're, they're, and most Americans are with us. They know exactly what to do. Some people voted for Biden because they didn't like Trump and his antics. But, you know, I can't tell you how many times, Joe, I'm walking down the street, whether it's in Texas or California or Florida or, you know, I was in Arizona last week. When people will come up to me on, on the street and say, you know, are you the guy who worked for Donald Trump? And uh, I don't know quite what to say. I'll say, yeah. I'll <laughs> say, you know, I didn't like Trump too much, but I loved his policies. There you go. And the policies worked. And the Biden policies are, are going to put us in a huge hole. Uh, I, I'm, I'm afraid for our country right now. But, you know, the good news is Americans are we're going to blow them out in 2022. Yeah. I mean, we're going to blow them out in every election for local dog catcher at every governor's race. I was with the Republican Governors Association this past weekend. We've got great people running for governors. We've got to get rid of Putzker in Illinois. We've got to get rid of, you know, the, the governor of Michigan, Whitmer. She's Whitmer, horrible. Yeah. All these people locked down the economy, which was completely unconstitutional. Never do that again. We should never, ever shut down the America economy the engine of growth in the world uh, i could not agree with you more steve thank you so much for the knowledge go to his website committee to unleash prosperity.com he's the co-founder of that organization also former trump uh, um economic advisor and really really smart dude steve thanks hey, a million by the way, let me just mention if you go to the website uh, which you mentioned committee to unleash prosperity uh sign up for a free hotline i hope you're getting it joe we, it's free unlike joe biden's four trillion dollar plan it really is free it costs <laughs> you nothing but we'll send it to you and uh, newt gingrich said it's the first thing he reads every morning 
Um, and you can read it in five or ten minutes. It gives you a great update about what's going on with the economy and politics. So I hope people will sign up. I hope they will as well. Go to Committee to Unleash Prosperity.com. Steve, thanks. Let's do it again soon. Thanks, Joe. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. It's a Motown Monday, the Joe Pag Show. We appreciate Steve coming on. Steve Moore, former economic advisor for President Trump. Great information. Great interview. And I'm glad that he brought up the truckers again because that is a top-of-mind story that is not top of your mind because you probably haven't heard about it. The media is doing all it can to squash that movement because they control the information. You know, when people complain about a guy like me saying, you know, they control the information. It's not fair. It's not right. They think that I want their clout or something. They think that I want somehow to to be recognized as the same as them as far as reach goes. Now, it has nothing to do with me. It has to do with the information you have available to you. The information you have available to you from the mainstream media, from big tech, from big academia, Hollywood, sports, and the like, and big music. All of that that's, in, that, that that's available to you constantly being thrust upon you is from the left. You're not getting the real story. That's why I'm glad he brought it up again. Let me tell you about Super Beats. Super Beats are great, but I got to let you know on something. I don't like beets. Like, I won't sit down and eat some beets, but I love Super Beets because Super Beets doesn't taste like beets. In fact, they've got the heart chews now. Non-GMO beets combined with um, grapeseed extract. They taste amazing. Two of these a day will help out your cardiovascular system. You're looking for increased blood flow. You're looking for increased circulation. You're looking for blood pressure that makes sense. This is how you do it. You get Super Beats Heart Shoes, add them to your morning routine, promote heart-healthy energy all day long. No caffeine crash either because Super Beats Heart Shoes unique clinically researched grapeseed extract promote heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure as part of a healthy lifestyle. I think these are delicious. I think you'll find that to be the same exact thing when you try them. Go right now because you listen to my program. Get 45% off plus free shipping at JoeLovesBeats.com. It's their best offer available anywhere. That's JoeLovesBeats.com. Save up to 45% right now. You can't beat it. JoeLovesBeats.com. Make that happen and make it happen right now. All right, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I still have that audio and video. Go to the website right now if you want to see Whoopi Goldberg put her foot in her mouth like an idiot. I've got that for you. Also, what Trump really said at the rally in Conroe, Texas, he did not, he did not say, I'm going to pardon all the, the rioters on January 6th. He didn't say that. He said something very different. We'll have it for you and much more. Stay here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.